Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Hey guys, my name is Jackie Zabrowski. And I'm Holden McNeely, and we are so excited to announce... Page 7 at Wizard and the Bruiser live! Los Angeles, we are coming at you December 11th at 8pm at the Regent Theater. And then we've got some Midwest dates in early January. That's January 9th in Chicago, Illinois at Lincoln Hall. We've got the Crowfoot Ballroom in Pontiac, Michigan the very next night on January 10th. And on January 11th, we will be rocking the Pabst. And that is going to be in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I can't wait to eat a bunch of cheese curds. Come freeze with us. Get tickets at lastpodcastnetwork.com slash p7live. Again, freeze with us. Every ticket can be bought at lastpodcastnetwork.com slash p7live. Can't wait to see you all there. Bye. Oh, 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 it's Thanksgiving. We, 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 we're gonna have a good time. Good time. Oh, 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 it's Thanksgiving. We, we, we are gonna have a good time. This is my favorite part. With the turkey and mashed potatoes. <laughs> we, we, we are gonna have a good time with the turkey and the mashed potatoes. Welcome to page seven. I was given the gift. Y'all, you guys did it. You guys lifted my spirits. You gave me the gift of Nicole Westbrooks. It's Thanksgiving. And you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say originally, I shunned it. Because a very nice person sent it to me on Twitter, and I said no thanksgiving to that because I thought it was just a young girl singing, but I didn't realize it was so much more. So I want to apologize to you specifically <laughs> and to everyone that I said nay to this song about because you know what? Yay. And there's a lot of context here that is important to understand, and crucially, it is essentially a almost 10 years later, mind you, I think nine years later, version of Friday by Rebecca Black mm-hmm. in the sense that it is done by the same person. Same team. Same team. And, 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 and I can't emphasize this enough. It is also just a list song. She's like, at some point, the <laughs> lyrics are December is Christmas. January is New Year's. It's New Year's. April is Easter. Fourth <laughs> and- of July it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> and of course, I love we... that she doesn't even hit all of the big holidays, too. I love it. I yeah. love the ones they chose. And I still remember exactly how it goes on Friday when she goes, Yesterday was Thursday. <laughs> Today it is Friday. We, 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 so excited. We, so excited. And Hell so yeah, to, to have another list song by the same team who brought you Friday. I couldn't ask for a better Thanksgiving miracle. I just feel like Thursday gets a bad rap, though. I want the Thursday song. 
Thursday, Thursday. It's better than Monday. It better is. Than, yeah, it really you know? is. It's better. It's the third best day of the week for sure. For sure, the third best. Wait, what are the two best days? Friday and Saturday. No sun. No love for Sunday, dog. Sunday is like a little bit depressing. Doesn't everybody get the sads on Sunday? Because you get you're getting back into the work week and everything. Yeah, it always reminds me of Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah. Where, I mean, I know that I think I bring this up every time we talk about the theme and the identity of Sunday because I, Calvin always said it best when he said it's just like the end of summer how yeah. do you enjoy a day when you know you have to go to school the next day yeah right yeah right. I, I mean it's better if you do have like a monday through friday work schedule it's better than thursday probably because you don't have to work but it has a kind of it has a sun setting aspect to it whereas thursday has a sun rising aspect i've, I've talked about You're this right. with jackie too i will be because we'll record talking tv our bonus patreon episodes you can catch those out on patreon.com forward slash nice. podcast. uh when we record those on monday i'm always a bit of a grump oh yeah he's a lasagna ass bitch which is a quote <laughs> for me because that's what i fucking call him and i don't and I, it's literally just now i feel like now it is embedded in my dna from years and years of, of going to school and working a nine-to-five job that even though my Mondays aren't that bad, they're usually a lot of fun. I do the cocktail stream or the creep show creations with Carly. Like I, you know, I get back into the week. I but I don't have to like get up at eight a.m. or anything personally. Right. So no, you just have to sit there and talk to me for about half the an television hour. you're watching, <laughs> and then learn about something interesting for an hour or two. It makes no sense, and I'm just like I'm trying to get rid of it, but it's so hard to un Monday a Monday boy. Do you still have the internalized school clock of like in September? Are you like, who am I going to have a crush on this year? Oh my God, absolutely. And it's always my wife. That's really <laughs> nice. See, you know what I don't like? And I'm going to go ahead and be an old person here and complain about the phones. So now Siri gives me suggestions of when I should wake up the next day. What? It's like, do you want it? Because I try to go to the same classes every week. And now I feel like I get guilted in the morning of like, do you want to set the alarm for 7 a.m.? It's like, go fuck yourself, Siri. Do you tell me to go to yoga? If I don't want to go to yoga, I'm not going to yoga. Self-care day, Siri. Learn fuck about you. it. Open a book. Fuck you. I'm going to sleep in, you bitch. Yeah. Um, oh. I'm Jackie Zabrowski, though. Uh, <laughs> hi, guys. Welcome to page 7. Didn't you tell us we needed to be more positive? <laughs> We're being positive because it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm Molly Neffel, and I, for one, love Thanksgiving, and I'm glad that I finally have an anthem to to provide uh, the soundtrack to my love. I just feel like calling Siri a bitch isn't the best way to start off a positive. I am podcast. I am positive in my life, but I think I will forever be negative against technology. Yeah, we don't have you to know, be positive to the robots. My name is Holden McNeely, and I embrace our future cyborg android dystopia you're siri, just you know i love you i want to live inside your breast siri i want to see you for who you no, really this are this is the thing is that the the robots are going to take over and you're first holden they're going to get rid of you just because you're going to you're going to annoy them <laughs> you'll be what? you'll be made redundant this face you think i'm gonna get you think i gotta get rid of this face? canceled <laughs> no one says my voice is annoying continue <laughs> Who says your no voice is annoying? Did I do? A lot of people, and I don't know why. <laughs> oh God, never mind. Take it back. I'm, I take it back. I'm not being positive today. I'm not being positive. No, I am. We have so many positive things to talk about. We have to give our thanks because Thanksgiving is coming up, and I'm very excited. And I'm now. I'm currently working on my turkey coasters. That I am making for almost pretty much no one that's coming to my Thanksgiving that I'm hosting. <laughs> but I am hot gluing 
different pieces of plastic together. Are there doilies? Not, it's like foam. It's like a foam. I'm making foam turkey coasters with a cork center. Really? Yes. <laughs> Do you have a picture to show us? I yeah. want to see. Have I don't have any with me right now, but uh, I will. Oh, don't worry. Oh, I'll made any of them. <laughs> no, but I bought means? all the things for them. <laughs> and she, she spent a bunch of money just now. And that's I, about all that's happening. Because sometimes, you know, <laughs> when you don't have that many friends, what you do is you craft instead. Because oh, yeah. then... You can make your own friends. Man, the, I went to Michael's recently, and this was even before I had kids, but I was like, I that was when I truly knew I was in my 30s because I was like, there are so many foam decorations here. I can't wait to have children just so I can bring them here and get and so many them. kits, holiday kits to do various kinds of decorations, uh, yeah. things to hang on my door. I mean, it's going to be awesome. I told you guys about Aretha Franklin, right? Because I made a, a big wreath. And I named her Aretha Franklin. I yeah. think I might have missed that one. Yeah, I, I would have remembered it. I love it. I think it's the best. I think it's fantastic. I, mean, I don't think our I don't think our listeners need to hear me say that. It's the, it's the greatest thing ever. Um, I I definitely I made her for Halloween. But now what I'm doing for every holiday is rather than taking her down and making a new wreath, I'm just adding more things onto her to make her more updated for every holiday that comes. So I'm hoping by next holidays, am I going crazy? Have I finally? lost it is this it is this the end of my sanity are you leaving the old things on so does it have like a christmas tree an american flag a turkey and like a bunny on it well i just made it for halloween so oh you just by okay. next year yes it will have all those things on it i mean there's got to be like a surely we're not the first people who thought of like an interchangeable holiday wreath maybe you can just slap it on slap it off but you always have a wreath uh, I mean, I really feel like this is like an old lady in the neighborhood thing to always have a wreath on. Sure. It's like, oh, I think oh, it is. You remember those ducks? Did you guys grow up with those fucking ducks that people have on their porches and the duck <gasps> wears a different outfit? There wears the different no. outfits. I love the duck. Yeah, you are, you got a duck, uh, but it's a wreath. But maybe you should get a duck also. Maybe I should get a duck. You should get a duck. I think we should all have ducks. Hold it. I'll get a in duck. In North Carolina, you never saw the ducks that wore clothes. You know, I think some days, I, uh, day to day, I'm starting to lose just little pieces of my memory. It's fading. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm trying to picture right now even just like what it was like to be a boy. And I couldn't tell you. The you know duck picture, I mean? try to capture a memory of standing on somebody's porch waiting for your friend to come to the door. Right. Look to your right. There is going to be a duck there. Like, it's a combination between a duck and a, and a goose, maybe. It's like a tall, white duck. Okay. Yeah. And, it's like uh, a no, duck. I do not. Yeah, everyone calls them gucks. <laughs> gucks. I do not have any memory of gucks. And I, it, it's wearing a seasonal outfit. So if it's fall, it might be wearing like a patchwork uh, huh. vest, you know. And it oh, is my God. Such an old lady thing. <laughs> it that is, is such a boring <laughs> thing. That is something my mom would refer to as fun. And it That's is what we were fun. talking about. That is one of those mundane things that my mother and I think a lot of people's mother would maybe describe as, oh, that's fun. It is fun, and you can it hide your fun. key under it. If you're looking to break into someone's house, the yeah. key is always under the duck. Yeah, do not hide keys under it. I think our thing was more those flags. My mom used to make those flags. She still does every now and again. Those just that just hang out front, those like, you know what I'm talking she about? Makes oh, yeah, my flags. mom made me a bunch of wall hangings, so I have interchangeable wall hangings for every holiday that I put up on my wall. But the thing is that when people don't realize that what person under the age of 50 do you know that has a bunch of wall hangings? I am one of those people. Right. But I like a 
wall hanging. Yeah, I have. I got one for Thanksgiving because I want to be one of those people. That's my. Sometimes I, when I have anxiety about the amount I've aged in the last year and a half, I picture how that I will be a fun old lady, and my kind of. Right now, my goal, old lady, uh, is Nancy Fuller, who is somebody on the Food Network, who's just like a real drunk <laughs> grandma, <laughs> just drunk as a skunk. And and so that's why I'm embracing the wall hangings, because I got to just get, we all have to accept the fact that hopefully we will live to be very old and why, irrelevant. Why do they let these visibly hammered people have cooking shows? <laughs> it feels great. like it's, it's irresponsible. So she's a judge on the Holiday Baking Championship, and everybody knows she's a big drunk, and so they like are, they like put booze in their frosting, and they'll be like, this is a rum raisin cake. That's for you, Nancy. And she'll be like, give me, give me, give me. <laughs> that's what I love, the Great British Baking yeah, Show. Same, that's why yeah. it's so great. They're always drunk, and they always yeah. talk about how much they love booze. Yeah, the Great British Baking Show that I just watched, somebody put an entire bottle of wine into a cake. And wow. all the judges I just were saw like, that on the holiday one. Yeah. I just saw that. <laughs> all the judges are like, are you serious? <laughs> and it looked not good. Mm-hmm. Ew, no, no, because she had put an entire bottle of wine in, but she had also, underneath the frosting, had put layers of, I believe it was Stilton, and it was another yeah. very strong cheese because she was maybe a, a wine cheese? and cheese cake. Yes, and I love wine and cheese, but that cake, and I love that lady was my favorite. She was She's just a great. quirky, a quirky old British, maybe Scottish lady, um, maybe Irish lady. She was one of those one of that area, Forgive me, that I, general vicinity. Definitely yeah. not. Definitely not Chinese. I think we can rule out Chinese. <laughs> we know that she was not Asian. Yes. We can rule out India, I think, but yes. Um, but she did put an entire bottle of wine into the cake. There you go. Now we have to talk about other things that we cannot believe because it is the time of year to talk about Goop's Christmas I, list. Yay! I, I'm not going to lie, okay? I know. I, listen, I used to listen to a lot of the show a lot back in the day, but I never really caught a goop Christmas list until this year. And I am baffled. (laughs) I I thought it was, I never in a million years thought it was like a billionaire's Christmas list. Yeah. I'm so glad that you get to have your first page seven goop Christmas list episode. I'm going to use one word to describe this Christmas list. Obscene. Offensive. Yeah. yeah. Offensive. It's insulting. So all that is good and, and right in the world. I understand because this year, actually, for the I believe that it was for the first time, she put up multiple lists so that some of them are, it's like things that are for the wellness lover in you. They also have one that is like things that you can buy for under $100, as if she deigns to even think of something that could possibly be <laughs> under $100. But we are going to go over peppers. the things that are the most ludicrous across all of the lists, because some of them are burners. And even if I was a billionaire, I don't think I would pay this much for these things. Yeah, I mean, the thing about the $100 list is that even I'm not even spending close to $100 for my closest, the closest people in my life, you know, maybe one, maybe, maybe, but like, you know, that's, I gotta have, I I can't have a list where the cap is a hundred. This is also like, if you were to gift any of these, I'm looking at these items right now for the under a hundred. If you were to gift any one of these gifts, no one in a million years would think, oh, this is worth $50. They'd be like, oh, this must be, this must have only cost her like $15. It's a tiny notebook. Or, or, yeah. you know what I mean? Or a cocktail stirrer that costs 
fifty dollars. <laughs> or ridiculous. A lotion. <laughs> A tiny bottle of lotion for $30. So you're going to offend people because they're going to be like, why did they, you buy me a $5 Thing. bottle of lotion? Exactly. Wow. Exactly. That it's- or like who is going to buy, I just am never going to buy a cami for someone as a Christmas gift. A face you mask I mean? for $75? <laughs> is it? It's just one, I think. It's not even multiple. A single face. And if someone handed me a face mask, first of all, I'd be like, I like face masks low key, right? But at the same time, I'd be like, a face mask? I'll just get myself a face mask. If I want a face mask, I'd rather have like a Lego set or something I can play with because I'm an adult child. But a single one, I'd be like, that's that must have cost seven, $7. I would be so stressed out while doing the face mask. I'd be like, enjoy this. Right. Relax. This and is a, a treat yourself. And there's a g- goop glow is over a hundred dollars. There's items on even on this list. There's <laughs> items, but that it are is over- clothes, Holden. It's clothes. <laughs> She's it like, I don't clothes. know what under a hundred dollars actually is. Is yeah. Is that a real metric of money? <laughs> this is absurd. Uh, I just. I but know. although, uh, but Holden, don't worry. On goop, <laughs> you can buy a Go Fish card game. That's what. Good, 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 good. That's what I come to goop for. <laughs> Yeah, so that your child can lose them. Oh, my God. Do you see these anti-motion sickness glasses? What? <laughs> I actually do need those. You can put those on your list that you keep, Jackie. Okay. Oh, nice. All right. I put it on the list. You, you need. I think that I love you. I love you. <laughs> but I think that you would look very silly in these. I think that I give them to you and be like, put them on, Molly. Put them on, hey, Molly. And go, <laughs> as you wore them. Yeah, but I could wear them on the bus. I could go on swings for the first time in my life without getting sick. Oh, my God. You can't go on swings, Molly. If I swing, I get sick. And that's fine because I'm an adult now. But it was it was more of an issue when I was a child. Watching you with those, specifically these <laughs> glasses on, on a swing would be very <laughs> <laughs> Just throw it up all over herself because this shit doesn't work. They look, oh, I, maybe, oh. they, maybe they'll work. Maybe. I don't know. I've never. I didn't realize you, you could get anti-motion sickness classes. So maybe they work and I have no idea. I'll get some. We'll figure it out. Maybe only the rich know how to combat motion sickness. That's how I can take a cruise finally. I'll be able to wear those glasses on a cruise. Well, you know, you won't have to worry about um, cheating on Gideon if you've got those glasses <laughs> on. <laughs> And here we have it, a $250 fire extinguisher. <laughs> yeah, but isn't it like gift. gold or something? It is It is either, bra- no, it is brass, chrome, or copper fire extinguisher. And our, I mean, you know, I guess, I can you imagine bringing that to, because you can go get your fire extinguisher refilled if you use it, but you also have to like update your fire extinguisher. Like that's not a forever fire extinguisher. I'm just, right. maybe I am just, Grew up poor, will always be mostly poor. So I can't even imagine a life where I spend $25,000 on a custom plant music installation to help your plants sing. (laughs) Which is another thing that you can buy on one of Goob's Christmas gifts. So I I went to the website for that one um, because I as well was floored and mad, frankly, (laughs) at at the country. Equal parts baffled and furious. Yeah, at like a reality that would let let this happen. And, you know, my first thought when I was reading through their pitch was like, this is for moron startup 
super get rich fast, like Silicon Valley style startup that just wants to like flex in the dumbest way possible. Uh-huh. And they get this installed in, yeah. their, in their office is what it feels like. <gasps> yeah, they actually sure. put like meters up against the plants. I, I'm looking at this now. And then I think they just listen via headphone. <laughs> <laughs> I just Plant don't headphones? even get I don't get it and I don't want to say that this is bullshit because maybe there's some sort of science uh, that I am not aware of I will I'll, I'll say it's uh, I'll say it's complete bullshit Plant headphone science? <laughs> yeah Jackie just is kind of dumb she doesn't know about the plant headphone science I don't know about plant music maybe it's just I I, yeah, maybe I don't know Most it people just... think plants can't sing but what they don't know is plants Maybe they can sing. <laughs> Maybe they can sing. Maybe we're the ones that are wrong. Oh, I'm a plant and I'm happy to say. I bet it would give us very nice music. This is this is tough for me because I'm, there is part of me, even though I uh, want, you know, I believe that wealth should be distributed, uh, redistributed more equally. There is part of me that looks at rich people things and thinks that must, they must, if a rich person has it, it must be really good. And really nice, and I must want it. And in the future that I imagine, they you know we can all have them. Uh, you know we don't have to abolish the nice things. It's just that things have to be more equal. But the plant music, like I gotta say, I looked at that fire extinguisher. It's a nice fire extinguisher. I would take it if it was given to me. Oh but yes. The plant, this plant thing is truly an example of the rich. Just they just they it's too much for their own good. Nobody right. needs this. Molly, no I'm not gonna get into it too much because we got into it in talking TV uh, on the Patreon exclusive. But Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. I've been watching Succession and this yeah. has also been making me think a lot. You watch Succession, right? I love Succession and I want to go to those houses. This is the thing. So that's why looking at this list, I'm like, what would the Roys buy off of this? I bet that uh, they would, in a blink of an eye, want like they. I also think that people that are that in obscenely rich don't have the fucking time to listen to the plants sing. Well, but I don't. The rich have an excess amount of time, and then they pretend that they're working all the time. Uh, this is what happens. I think that like one person in this situation has zero time, but there's a bunch of other people attached that are definitely having tons of time, you know, uh, but they're filling that time up with mm, pills, 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 And guess what Guess what makes you think a plant is definitely listening to music? Pills, 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 pills. That, yes, I can tell. It's definitely listening to a lot of music right now. Now I've got to go to a meeting. I feel like I'm floating in a sea of cocks better than all the cocks in all the world. I'm I'm transpotting. I will say, though, that if I had that amount of obscene money, the $250,000 ticket to space via Virgin Galactic, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I want to go to space. I, I wholeheartedly agree that if you are... The billionaire that has everything that would maybe be like go the to only, space. That'd go be like the only stay. gift that would be like cool. Even though I don't know if I've because I've thought about this a lot. I don't think I would. I don't think I've got the uh, the courage to go to space. I'm yeah. terribly mortified of the idea of just 
floating in a tin can. It's terrifying. I don't want to go to space. Those people, if they, if you are rich enough to buy yourself a ticket to space, make it a one way ticket and stay there. Yeah. You know, let them, <laughs> let them, let them, let the rich slowly peel themselves off by going to space and not knowing how to get back. But I'm not going out there. That makes me feel claustrophobic just thinking about it. I'd kind of just, I don't want to like Sandra Bullock go up there. I want to like go up there and be like, I'm floating. This is cool. And then immediately come back down. That's what Sandra Bullock did. And then she floated away. It wasn't she like an ass astronaut or something but she was floating whatever happened in that movie who knows it's very (laughs) upsetting uh also though i will say uh the tiny home tree house for a hundred and ten thousand dollars pretty dope (laughs) i just imagine that is just a piece of wood nailed into a tree look at how tiny this home is oh look at these oh i love these tree these adult trees. oh yeah that's cool did you guys ever seen that have we talked on the show before about the treehouse show uh, no. Yes. There, there is a show where the uh, with a guy who builds you a very nice house in a tree, and it rules. Wow. It I mean, these are bad. very, very cool. Yeah. That, see, this I is an example one. of rich people having nice things that yeah, we all want. Something that you would, yeah, everybody wants to live in a tree at least for part of the year. Yeah. And nice. hear <laughs> them dance to the music. <laughs> I just feel like, no, I just don't want to ever, I'm going to be sappy. And now I would touch everything and be like, oh, I got sap on it. Yeah, I think it would be probably the funniest experience to go <laughs> and stay in a treehouse with Jackie, but definitely probably not the most enjoyable for her. I got How sap would you, you would have to strap me into some sort of contraption to get me up into the tree because I'm scared of climbing anything. <laughs> I'm sure that they've gutted the innards of this tree so that there's no sap and that there's an elevator. Yeah, you know, I'm sure it's like just a shell of a tree. The cleanest I mean, situation cool. you could possibly get in a, in terms of a tree house. But I bet like a some kind of rodent would sneak in at some point and give uh you know give Jackie a bit of a goose situation <laughs> and she'd be wrestling with it and everything. You know, kind of the opposite of a Disney princess. She'd be like fight str- strangling a possum. You're my new husband. <laughs> A bunch of chipmunks come in and just, instead of getting her dressed, they just attack her. Yeah. (laughs) You know how it is. Oh, 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 it's Thanksgiving. Oh, 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 we're gonna stare at our phones. Oh, 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 it's Thanksgiving. What, what, what else are we gonna do when we're home? I can't even imagine having to go even one day with my phone out of commission. So the idea of it falling and breaking is terrifying, especially when I need an escape from my family at the holidays. And looking at all those hardcore protective cases out there, it feels like in order to keep your phone safe, you have to sacrifice style. But not with my new phone case from Casetify. Casetify lets you have the best of both worlds. Military-grade drop protection and a stylish phone case you'll actually want to show off. They have thousands of designs to choose from. I love my bright yellow one with aliens on it that says Earth sucks because it's cute and I can always find it in my fanny pack or when I inevitably drop it while holding it in the car and then it somehow winds up lodged in the inner belly of the car. I guess my butt is some sort of teleportation hole. You're welcome, science. No need for a bulky phone case that turns your phone into an ugly brick. Casetify cases are as sleek and chic as your actual phone. I'm usually the squeench with the bulky phone case, always, because I break phones. Just ask my mother. And I really didn't trust how slim this case was. 
It's really nuts. My phone has not even received a scratch since I slapped it on. It's thin and it works. It's something I've never understood in my entire life. Casefy has done awesome collaborations with artists and designers. They've got collections with everyone from Sarah Jessica Parker to Pokemon to the Rolling Stones. And my niece is gonna flip her brains because they also have a BTS collection out. And now I'm gonna win the best aunt in the world medal for Christmas. There's also the best collaboration ever. Yours! You can create custom cases with your favorite colors and text, which my niece will also love because you know I'm putting something about how perfect and beautiful her Aunt Jackie is on her phone case, so I'll be her hashtag never forget. And of course, they really do protect your phone. Case of I cases will keep your phone safe through the drops of more than six feet. Now get up in them trees, you crazy turkeys, because if your feffas are too butter slippery for grasping, you you won't be crying all the way back to the coop. If celebrities like Kylie Jenner and Gigi Hadid are obsessed, you know this is a phone case you can show off on your Insta feed. Go to casetify.com slash page seven today to get 20% off your new favorite phone case. That's casetify.com slash page seven for 20% off your Casetify purchase. Smell a great turkey day with native. Native. We'll be smelling great now. Don't use your deterring smell as a defense against unwanted closeness to relatives that may as well be strangers on Thanksgiving this year. Use your words instead. Heck, get political, why don't ya? Because with native, the aluminum-free deodorant that works for even the sweaty stinkiest turkey lovers like myself, there ain't no way your stank be keeping them aunties at bay. Not only does it work, but you'll be smellobrating far past the holidays with a safe and effective aluminum-free deodorant that comes in a wide variety of enticing scents for men and women. Plus, they release new limited edition seasonal scents throughout the year. I'm putting in my turkey scent bid for next year. Don't you worry. They also offer an unscented formula and baking soda-free formula for those with sensitivities. Does that mean it will make me cry less through Thanksgiving dinner? <laughs> oh, I got sensitivities everywhere, but me pits. But get to pit slapping with some of these classic deodorant scents like coconut and vanilla, which is the most popular scent, lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, and eucalyptus and mint. Man, not only does my native stop my stink, but it makes me feel like a Tom Jones level lady because I would bathe in the eucalyptus mint scent if I could. It's not overpowering and it's the most refreshing part about me. Besides my hot takes on Ann Robinson, that is. I'm not the stinkiest pits, good boy. Because it ain't just J-Bay-Bay that digs native. They have over 9,000 five-star reviews. Yes, I'm referring to myself as J-Bay-Bay. Check out Native in the Today Show, Elle Magazine, Pop Sugar, Refinery29, to name a few. Using ingredients you know, less is more with Native, and there's no risk to try. For 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code page 7 during checkout. For 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code page 7 during checkout. Well, you know, I don't think that that would ever happen to... To Tom Hanks, that talk about a man. That was such a good segue. I I'm built for this. 
I'm sorry. What subject are we talking about now? Tom Hanks. So we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers because it's beautiful and because there's content all over. There's wholesome as fuck content all over the internet about Tom Hanks and the soon to be released beautiful day in the neighborhood where he is playing Mr. Rogers, and I just everything about. I know that some people are just like, oh, Tom Hanks is boring. Whatever. You know what? What? I get. I see a lot of Tom Hanks is boring. Why does everybody? Does everybody has to have a take on something? Can't a, a, a Hanks be a Hanks? I'm not. I don't think that he's boring, but I am very skeptical of his ability to capture the one and only Mister Rogers. I'm a little stressed about and it. I think that's different, faux show. But like, I that's do because understand. that man is literally made of magic. Yeah. And that how do you recapture uh, actual magic? And I've been thinking about this because how we've talked about like how on La La Land the bad thing about La La Land is they should have cast actual dancers and yes. so i'm like well and singers and singers right and, but and so i'm like but but what there's a lot of i like biopics a lot and and if and if i saw you know a a, a gene kelly biopic you could at least get somebody who is probably as good a dancer as him they probably wouldn't but you could but what mr rogers had it's not like a recreatable talent you know what i mean like i feel like the only who else could possibly even attempt that role other though than, other than tom right, hanks tom hanks really is Wholesome, I personified outside of Mr. Rogers. That's true. He is the Mr. Rogers like type of Hollywood. It would have to be like Hollywood. a cute animal or something. I think is the only <laughs> other thing that you just go. Oh my Aww. god! Like the Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda as Mr. Rogers. This summer, Baby Yoda <laughs> says the word "fuck" as Mr. Rogers in the new sequel. No, I don't want to see that. Yoda Rogers returns <laughs> to tell the children that life is tough. In the later we'll never years. do that. But now we also know. Did you see what I had sent you guys? That um, that Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson found out that Tom Hanks is actually related to Mister Rogers through a distant cousin named Johannes Meffert. There that, you go. Yeah, that's the most exciting thing of all of this. Mm-hmm. If, if I was involved in a Mister Rogers film and then I found out I was related to him, that would I would I would just stop everything, and that's all I need. Yeah. That's all you would you would need. Why don't you why don't you host a PBS one of those? I would. I don't know if I have the Molly uh, Molly's room. Do you have more time, Molly? You've got time. <laughs> yeah, you've you got plenty of time to do this. I would pitch. I would do any my there's many people I've wanted to be in my life. Jim Henson is one. Gene Kelly is one. That dream is probably dead unless I start tap dancing lessons now. But <laughs> you can uh, do it. I believe in you. Yeah. But but Mr. Rogers is perhaps the number one person I have always wanted to be, and so if you're out there, PBS executives, <laughs> and you want to bring back an extremely low energy show with one person <laughs> sitting in front of a camera, I think you can do it. Let it be me. I am bouncing a baby right now, and she's just sitting here chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Very I will relaxed. say, if, if you want to get even more Mr. Rogers with it, did you guys watch the video of Tom Hanks and the cast of Hustlers, they were all at the Toronto Film Festival over the weekend because it was the premiere. They were promoting A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood as well as Hustlers because there's a lot of Oscar buzz around both of them. And in this video, you guys, oh my God. So from across the, across the room, this is huge room filled with media and all these people taking pictures on one side is Tom Hanks. The other is the, like the main cast of Hustlers. And Lopez, Jennifer Lopez from one side yells, it's the Hustlers, at Tom Hanks as he's pointing at them. And then Tom Hanks starts to walk and like 
is it Moses parting the seas? <laughs> he starts walking across and he goes, listen, I don't have on any lip gloss. Am I allowed to stand over there? Like an old father, which how cute is that? And he comes over and he says, the only thing I've heard about your movie is that it could use a little Tom Hanks. And then they were all just like, stop! And like, <laughs> like just laughing their asses off. And he comes over and he kisses all of them on the cheek. And it was beautiful. It was just so pure. It was a lovely moment. It's a nice mashup, Hustlers and and uh, I mean, Hanks I will say Mr. that it, it did feel I not to not to not to take it down a notch. It didn't feel he just didn't seem to really know anything about what the deal was with Hustlers. Uh-huh. You know no, what I mean? no, like, no, no. He's never. He's obviously not yeah, seen the movie. Clearly, hasn't seen a single poster for the film. <laughs> <laughs> was he just like it's a bunch of women? Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello, ladies. Fantastic. I'm one of the good ones. Ha ha. He uh, is one of the good ones, and he was being nice to them, and I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was sweet. I think it's sweet, too, and I retract my previous statement. But, but it was Hunter McNeil, and I talk like this now. Maybe this is also my problem. I think it's just because of the holidays, and I think that my, my – like, yesterday, even – I cried a bunch because Jeff gave me this – sent me this meme that was really sad, and I cried about that. It was about how – Orphans are given trash bags to move their things into, and that this family came to pick up their <laughs> adopted joke. child. And they came to pick up their adopted child, and they brought they brought luggage, and they asked, why did they bring luggage? She said, well, the luggage matches ours. It's our family's luggage. So Aww. they brought, and I'm crying about this. And then there's I found an organization online that you can buy duffel bags for kids so that they have something to put their clothes into. And I'm not going to cry. I was going to say, there is definitely organizations that specifically uh, uh, address this very problem. So, Jackie, that can be your holiday, Scroogey, what 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 story am I trying to call for when you uh, are moved? Christmas Carol? Yeah. Great, uh, the Great Pumpkin. You know, your no, holiday. Christmas Carol. You're gonna, it's my come it for everybody. Yeah, you know, it's for uh, Thanksgiving. the the do- The organization I donated to is called Together We Rise, and I cried about it for a long time because I didn't know that. <laughs> so you know, I think I'm just in a holiday mood where I need to get. I need weeping. I need a dog or something. <laughs> holiday mood of just sitting alone and weeping at a meme. Uh yeah 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 that's I mean I also almost cried uh when I watched the Cats trailer that was released yesterday and not because it made me sad. Uh yeah I man I just every at one point I remember just watching it and just in the middle of it just being like ha Man, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, out loud. No one's in the living room with me. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, but you just can't not have a reaction to it. It is so absurd. It's just so jarring for the eyes. It's <laughs> hurt so my upsetting. eyes. It's so upsetting. It's so upsetting. I feel like it was made for me, though. It's in, disorienting. In, a way. in terms of, like, theater of annoyance. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, I just think it was created. It's the Holden of yeah. how they film. It's like they put me in a bottle. <laughs> And, and, you know, and, and it's so funny, too, because I, like, really have always hated that musical. So um, it's just so great that, you know, I feel like it's I feel more connected to it than I've ever felt before in my life. So you know Jackie I mean? and I decided that since the three of us can't go together, Holden, at least I got to go with you and Lexi. And Please. Have, and, and, be, and we just got to. Please. You have just, to. You have to. There's yeah. no I'll way. Be, I'll be back in town, like, the day after Christmas. Okay. So if honestly, and Lexi and I have already been talking about, like, how fucking 
jazzed we are to see this musical. Like, I feel like we got to do it like man. like old style, like like fill up like some Nalgene's with yes. martinis or something. Yeah, I don't know? even want to do like go to a legit place like Alamo Draft House where we could just drink. I knew, I want to even if we went there, I would sneak in. Yeah, I think you <laughs> need to bring hooch. in a bottle of Evan Williams. Yeah, that's yes. what yeah. It needs to be something that does not taste good. Yeah, that feels bad going down. Yeah. that will make you just so lousy drunk. You can't help yourself. And I want to get us to the point where we somehow end up actually crying during memory. And then we get kicked out of the theater. Sure. I want us to, yes. First we make it to memory. We're sobbing. And then we get belligerent. And then I want a mother out. of a small child to complain about us. <laughs> Definitely. At the very least. Holden, your old roommate, Kep, and I both got kicked out of Les Mis when we went to go see Les Mis <laughs> on New Year's Day. Because while watching Les Mis, we got so drunk and <laughs> just sang the entire movie. Well, that's uh, fantastic. What uh, better way to see it? Yeah, what a lame We're bunch of lamos that got you kicked out. Yeah, like who complains? Who goes to Les Mis and doesn't want to sing along? Also, there was only like four other people in the movie theater. It was 1 p.m. on New Year's Day. It's like, give me a break. We should find <laughs> out if there's one of those fancy places with like vibrating seats that we could go to. You know what yeah. I mean? They do like the <laughs> ride version of the movie. <laughs> I got. I need that. IMAX Cats. If I don't throw up during Cats, <laughs> I'm doing it wrong. I can't, fu- I just cannot express how excited I am to see a movie that I know I'm going to hate. I have never felt this way before. It's going to be so great. Well, I mean, when was the last time you got so drunk while in a movie theater that you had to go to the bathroom in the middle of it to throw up booze <laughs> and popcorn. I haven't so done long. that in seven years. It's been so long. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you. The, I, I, well, I remember our mutual friend, uh, Julia Johns, and I, we got blind drunk <laughs> and went to the shitty new Michael Bay Ninja Turtles movie, uh-huh. and we ended up getting there late because we were getting hammered. So we had to sit in the front row because it was like opening and just literally (laughs) like look up at this just shit show roller coaster ride and just screamed at the screen. (laughs) Yelling. Just screaming at the screen. So rowdy. So rowdy. Uh, but cats, I want to. I want that to be on a different planet. I really hope maybe we could organize some situation like a meetup or something so that we out number. Yeah. The That's two. how you do That's it. That's what do Jackie said numbers. she wants to do. Yeah. She wants to rent out a theater. Yeah, I want to I mean and then we just literally we'll go it'll it'll be like Rocky Horror but for cats, we'll dress up yes. as dogs. Yeah. And <laughs> I, think it's, I think that that's wonderful. <laughs> Everybody Please. shows up we'll dressed dress as, up dogs as dogs. It's just bark at the screen every time and a cat bark appears. At the screen <laughs> every time you're upset. <laughs> <laughs> and then we do it every year, just like yes. Rocky Horror Picture Show every uh, Christmas. Yes. And and I do hope that this spawns some kind of ritualistic, like, oh, this is the part where we throw our own shit at the screen <laughs> or whatever really, it is. I really like that idea of turning <sighs> it into an interactive experience. Yeah, it's no, it's, there's no Christmas th- this year. There's no Hanukkah this year. There's nothing. <laughs> it's just, it's just cat. Cat's Day. It's just there's Cat's, cat's day. day. Happens December in December. December 20th, Cat's Day. There it is. And that merges everybody together, too, because it's like you don't have to feel like, oh, I hate Christmas or I have all these negative associations with it from childhood or whatever. Well, well, I'm not Christian or what. Like right. we can all get behind just going as deep into an acid trip with cats as possible. See, yeah. we say that, but what about our next generation? Imagine dragging Freddy and Zelda while you guys barked at the screen and <laughs> Why dressed are we up dressed like dogs. As dogs? 
I don't understand. They'll be like, Mom, can we dress as cats? And I'll be like, no. No. Dress as dogs. Dogs or rats. (laughs) No cats. Yeah, you dress the kids up as rats. You dress the parents dress up as dogs. And you just, yeah, exactly. You just go, just complain about the movie uh, as loudly as possible. Every year I have to go see cats with my parents. Bum, 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 Every dude, I can't, honestly that trailer is the new trailer is even better. I think too, just in terms oh, of just it's making so you be scary. Like, what in the fuck? What? It's just so scary, and I'm upset because I was complaining about this to Molly because I told my mom I was like, "Yeah, we're gonna have to go and like make fun of cats when cats comes out over Christmas." I was like. Why would you make fun of cats? <laughs> I love ah. Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> no, why? No, it looks fun. Yeah, it's don't see be it with fun. her. I was like, mother, we're, I'm not going to go. No, don't enjoy it. I'm not going to enjoy it. And she doesn't understand the concept of why you would pay to go to something that you were going to choose to not enjoy. And I was like, right. I'm not going to fight with you about this. Yeah. So I have to wait until I get back to L.A. to do it. Is I'm going to enjoy the experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. It's just one of those things where I'm like, oh, this is definitely one of those signs that I'm not in the correct timeline. You know what I mean? And that I won't get the true ending this time around. But, like, hopefully at some other future when I see an actual, like, reasonable uh, uh, version of Cats. I'll be like, okay, I think I'm in the correct uh, parallel reality. But it's tough because in a, in a hundred realities, it, there's maybe one reality where there's an appropriate version of Cats, right? <laughs> like, it's yeah, just a fundamentally inappropriate a, <laughs> story. Did you guys listen to Taylor Swift's song? Yes. So Andrew Lloyd Webber wrote the music and lyrics for a new Taylor Swift song called Beautiful Ghosts that is going to date debut in the movie of course obviously it is a pitch for him to try and get an original song oscar nomination as well as t-swift yeah yes and it's just it's fine i i like that this article that i was reading about it went, went into the idea of like cats is ridiculous and the best part about cats is that it the whole thing is ridiculous yeah and then you put this i will say mostly boring song i'm not saying it's not beautiful it is beautiful but it's just like all right well this is going to be something that'll be like my drunk nap while watching it i'll sleep through this and then we can keep watching it because i it's boring wake me up after beautiful ghosts absolutely i i I agree with that and it's especially frustrating and i you know if if someone were to task me like hold in Here's Andrew Lloyd Webber. Sit down with him and work out a new song for Cats. I mean, my first instinct would be like, I'm Officer Grumpio. Look at me. What did it be? I'm going to do a flip for thee. What to do for thee? Like, I'd be the most dumb. I'd be like, what is the dumbest thing I could think of? I'm, I'm criminy cranky crops. I can tell you lots of thoughts. Number one. Making farts is fun. See, I would love this. Yeah. I also love it because there, if there's one thing Cats already has, it's songs where the cats introduce themselves. But you wrote another one. Another one. <laughs> I mean, introduce like eight new characters just that just all jump off a bridge right at the end. Uh, yeah, exactly. But instead, it's just like, but unfortunately, like, Taylor Swift didn't have an option in this situation in terms of the actual, he had already written the music. 
She had written the lyrics. Oh, I mean, also, if Andrew Lloyd Webber comes up to you, he's like, hey, I wrote this song for you to sing. Right. What, am I not going to sing it? Of course, but it is it is straight. And not that it's not not Taylor Swift's fault at all. Uh, it is definitely a boring song. Maybe and- they should just import. They should solve two problems at once and import that song, I Forgot That You Existed, oh into Cats. That'd be great, actually. Because I think it would fit pretty well. I yes. Forgot That Dogs Existed. <laughs> yeah, talk about it's about dogs. It's an anti-dog song. I forgot it's the an dogs anti-dog existed. dog song. It's not you. It's not a roof. It's just different. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, or, I know exactly what you mean, unfortunately. But what I also... Are you going to sing another part of the song? <laughs> it's me, Mr. Pinky Weezer. And I like a sneezer. Achoo, achoo, achoo. Look at me. Look what I can do. It's me, Mr. Pinky Sneezer. I think it's going to be another one of those list songs as you keep listing off new, right. new characters and right. when they come in. Like how, like, Winky Wazzles in the kitty litter. <laughs> So uh, on Twitter, if you'd like to pitch us your um, cat names that would exist in the musical Cats, uh, we will attempt to create a song about all of them. <laughs> I think it's great. I'm to- I'm totally in. And another thing I'm totally in and I cannot wait to watch, it drops on November 21st, which is just, it's this week, it's right around the corner, is The Night Before Christmas. Please, did you guys watch the trailer for this new Christmas movie? It's going to be another, like, I think this is the next one of this Uh, season that everyone's going to talk about. It is Vanessa Hudgens in the new Netflix Christmas movie, and it looks nuts. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I was watching it with Lex in the room, and she was like, at the end, she was like, are we going to watch that? And I was like, fuck no. <laughs> yes, you were going to watch it. I'm 1,000% going to watch it. I'm making to, Jeff right? watch it with me. She started laughing. Of course we'll watch it. Of course we'll do that. Why would we not do that at this point? This is a thing now, right, where Netflix makes its own shit Christmas movie every year now. I remember there was. I remember watching the trailer for the one last year and being like, I really don't want to watch this. The Christmas Prince. Last the year was the Christmas Prince. And then, no, last year I think it was the Christmas Prince 2 because the Christmas Prince had come out the year before. And it is another one of its lines where it's like essentially a, a medieval knight comes across some sort of sorceress and then through blue light technology comes to present day. So he's a medieval knight in present day. Vanessa Hudgens, of course, even though he's an insane person and thinks that he's a medieval knight, even though he is a medieval knight, falls in love with him, which I get. I've seen Encino Man, but at least, weirdly enough, Encino Man makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm going to watch it. I'll, I'll watch it. I've never had any, uh, like, knight desires you know mm. really yeah oh my god you gotta get your butt to the met last time i was at the met i was thinking you so wanted to got fuck whole, the knights like, they have a bunch of they have a big knight exhibit right now and oh my god they got all these oh these big ooh armor ooh and they probably <laughs> clunk 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 but they're also strong because they've got such big I don't know what they're called spears I don't know Jeff knows a lot more about these things you want to clang 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 bang the knights while they're yeah on top of a horse (laughs) and I want him to pick me up and be like you can't spread your legs you're in a medieval lady's dress I'd be like just watch me and then I was like (laughs) just climb on top of the horse I can't wait to write x-rated fiction 
fan fiction about uh, what I would have been like in the Knights of the Round Table. You can't see their faces though, right? They got it's mm. like it's like that show that I bring up a lot, Mr. Personality. Yes, and but that's what's kind of fun about it, is that like you don't know. Who uh-huh. knows? Uh-huh. All that matters is what they got and where we can put it and how we can touch it. Under their crotch plate. Yeah. I ain't need no crotch plate. No guards standing at my saloon doors. <laughs> I... <laughs> Did you guys watch the clip I sent you? So someone on Twitter tagged me in this new dating reality show called Flirty Dancing. Yeah, I, it's the best... I love it. my God. So there is a UK dating reality show called The Flirty Dancing that two strangers are taught the same dance. And then when they meet for the first time, they're asked to perform the dance together. So before they even talk to each other, so that it's all like a dating, then the quote is, and it's an absolute equal mix of cringe and terror wrapped into a date. The result, a beautiful summation of physical chemistry, gorgeous choreography, and a pinch of vain relief that the person on the other end of the dance routine isn't ugly. And I, so you can't watch all of the episodes, so they're, they're doing a, a U.S. version that comes out at the end of December, and it's going to be hosted by Jenna Dewan. And uh, I watched, I, you can find clips of the UK version out there. And I cried through every single dance I saw. And I sent you guys a specific dance that was just, oh my God. They, it's these two dudes. And when he turns him around for the first time. The smile. The smiles on their face. And then they just keep having these electric moments as they're dancing through this museum. And I just... I looked at Jeff and I was like, dance with me. He loves it. <laughs> this is he loves such it now. an incredible idea for a show. Yeah. I'm absolutely in love it's with like it. It's like a mixture between like d- dancing with the stars meets like any sort of, you know, blind date style reality show. Brilliant, right? So not only are you watching the technique, the, you know, the you've got all the nerves of the performance and the execution itself while sparks are flying. And it's so, because dancing like, there is like this is my opinion nothing more fun than choreographed dance so both of them just have these huge fucking smiles on their faces because how could you not be having so much fun right exactly right just having a blast and I get that like I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that don't like to dance so this show wouldn't be for them but as someone that I love to dance but I don't dance very well and I'm very aware of that if someone just spun me off my feet Uh I'd die I almost wanted to sleep with a friend of mine's mother because she taught ballroom dancing and then she took me out on the dance floor and the way that she gripped me with such power and emotion I was like I'll sleep with you right now it's such a good way to bond with somebody, like doing a dance together, you know? Like- I also I also think there's a magic to people who don't normally do choreographed dance getting really serious about one. Like, that's the yeah. Dancing with the Stars thing, right? Yeah. Getting, like, really serious about it and really working hard at it and then watching somebody who is that isn't their natural environment go and just, like, spread their wings and fly like a fucking... Big ass bird. Yes. Beautiful. <laughs> it's so beautiful. And I think, right, there's just something about dancing where it's like an art that like, I know a lot of people don't like to do it, but I think that sometimes, I'm not saying everybody would love to dance if they didn't have hangups, but I think that sometimes people's hangups about dancing is like feeling self-conscious. Right. But like, there's something so like, 
human about like feeling like listening to music and feeling moved and wanting to like move your body with the music. And so I feel like unlocking that fun part of yourself in the context of also being like, do you, are you connecting with this person you're doing it with is like such a fucking awesome idea. Right. Especially like, and, and I feel like this is kind of the case in this one, but there's, there's something magical to me about people who like, it's fun to watch really well-trained dance. Like going to the ballet here in New York is like a great experience, right? Uh They're all built and super chiseled and they have dancers bodies, right? That's the phrase for it. Right. Description. But when you watch somebody who's not necessarily like super duper in shape or super duper in the like a, a trained professional dancer, just fucking let their whole just you watch their body just fucking get into it. Yeah. And it looks so, you know, freeing and so great. You know yeah. what I mean? My body is a cake. Don't. Don't with that. We just I know we just released the Euphoria episode of Pop History, but don't give me that song stuck in my head again. <laughs> I think that that's what made me love it so much as well, is I was worried that the choreography was not going to be just for an every person to be able to do. And I like that they're working with each person and what their abilities are, where they will still feel comfortable. So it's not in a way that it's like, well, let's watch this chubby woman try and do this. You know what I mean? Right, like, they're not making right. fun of them not having the natural ability to dance. No, right. no, and I don't know. It's for some reason it's just more charming to me though to see to see a less trained person fucking commit. It's also like I'd way rather do a dance with somebody uh, to see if I like them than like go have dinner with them. Yes, hmm. of course, a thousand percent. Well, I also you know. And I need to be able to, like, know someone at least a little bit before I eat. I, like, slam a bunch of food in my craw. Food's never the first date. Yeah, never. Ever. never. Coffee or a, bo- a drink at a bar. Yeah. Or a incredibly choreo- choreographed dance routine. Those are the three <laughs> I options. I love that. <laughs> Some folks like to go to the mall, sit in traffic, do try on a blouse. Hop on a freeway just to get a scarf. Bang, 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 bang. But I'm taking myself to Stitch Fix to order fashion online. I'm in a Stitch Fix state of mind. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that delivers your favorite clothing, shoes, and accessories directly to you. Stitch Fix has the brands you know and love, plus exclusive styles you won't find elsewhere. After completing your style profile in your underwear if you want, your expert personal stylist will send you a hand-picked box of items based on your style and preferences. And I'm telling you, they really listen. When a big loud like myself asks for animal print, boy howdy, she gets it. And now I'm swimming in zebra striped smiles. With Stitch Fix, everyone can look their best. They have solutions for women, men, and kids all over the US and now the UK. All right, Gamna, but you were naked from slipping to yonder shop before. With no subscription required, pick between automatic shipments or only getting new pieces on demand. Shipping, exchanges, and returns are always free. Plus, the $20 styling fee is automatically applied towards anything you keep from your box. 
You know what that puts me in? I'm in a stitch fix state of mind. Barrel, Daggy Nabbit, Billy Joel, you'll always have my heart. Discover new styles and find unique pieces with Stitch Fix. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash page seven and get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash page seven. Stitchfix.com slash page seven. Is that some mashed taters in your pockets, or are you just happy to see me? Quip, makers of the Quip Electric Toothbrush, wants you to know the one single discovery that matters most for your dental care. It is simply this, that if you have good habits, you're good. And if you keep mashed taters in your pockets instead of your mouth, I'm calling the police. Good habits mean brushing for two minutes twice a day and flossing regularly, no matter what brand you use. Because surprisingly, no one wants to taste yesterday's gravy when they kiss you. Quip makes that simple, starting with an electric toothbrush, refillable floss, and anti-cavity toothpaste. And thank goodness it tastes much better than Wendy's toothpaste because she's a dog and her toothpaste tastes like chicken. Quip's electric brush has sensitive sonic vibrations with a built-in timer and 30 second pulses to guide a full and even clean and by gum that's something to be thankful for only thing cleaner than my mouth is my plate I licked clean I'm sorry I keep doing the southern thing the quick floss dispenser comes with pre-marked string to help you use just enough plus quip delivers Fresh brush heads, floss, and toothpaste refills to your door every three months with free shipping. So your routine is always right. Join over three million healthy mouths and get Quip today, starting at $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash page seven right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash page seven. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash page seven. Quip. The Good Habits Company. Well, now I'm excited, but I also did you guys, as a follow-up of last week, I wanted to also say, again, another shout-out to John Legend of this year being the people's sexiest man alive. But it was very cute because Idris Elba tweeted at oh him and said, congratulations, brother. You deserve it. Do not tell The Rock. He still thinks he's got the title. I didn't have the heart to tell him when I took it last year. And it just made me... I, cause I think of this, I had just seen this article and it was right after I saw a picture of The Rock and Danny DeVito, who apparently are in Jumanji 2 together, which will be coming out next year. And they immediately hit it off together, which just warms my heart. I mean, everything about The Rock warms my heart, but imagining him, and if you look up the picture on The Rock's Instagram of him with Danny DeVito, he's so much bigger than Danny DeVito. And it's so, so adorable. And I love that he's just kind of Hollywood's little, the, the butt of all their jokes. But also, can we talk about when Chrissy Teigen was like, uh, there was this incredible Twitter exchange where they, they so, like, she, I think, started right by tweeting out a picture. Maybe John Legend tweeted out a picture of himself in the late 90s looking like a real dork. And Dorky Chris, dork. And then he's like, I can't believe I'm the sexiest man alive. And Chrissy Teigen was like, well, to be fair, I wonder what Idris Elba looked like in the late 90s. And then Idris <laughs> Elba tweeted out a picture of himself looking 
stunning just <laughs> flawless perfect exquisite and it was like my favorite thing that's happened on twitter in years that and also when the chrissy teigen's constant like now roasting of her husband for being sexiest man alive by saying like the sexiest man alive just made me a ham sandwich which, that's great <laughs> they're keeping it down to earth and it makes me smile and also did you see the snoop dog cover snoop dog came out with a joke people magazine cover with himself as the sexiest man it's alive. so good i support and it he, he wrote underneath it just how a crip took your chick <laughs> <laughs> that made me smile everything this week made me smile i also love too that the the picture of him has a photoshopped it looks like joint in his mouth and I'm just like, you couldn't find a picture of Snoop Dogg that just had a joint in his mouth. No, <laughs> no, no that's, too, that's too easy, you know? <laughs> but another thing that made me smile, too, was did you guys see that Nick Cage is playing Nick Cage in a movie about Nick Cage called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent? Yeah, there is nothing more in Nick Cage that has ever happened than the sentence that you just spoke. <laughs> I'm so excited about this movie because I love that it says, essentially the summary of this movie is that fictional Cage is constantly having internal conversations with a 90s movie star version of himself that lives inside of himself who is having a flailing film career. Things start to turn up when he meets a billionaire from Mexico who's a fan of his stuff and has some projects he wants to talk to Cage about. But in a national treasure-like twist, the CIA informs Cage that the billionaire is a drug kingpin and that they'd like Cage's help trying to bust him. When the billionaire brings his wife and daughter into the picture, well, that's when Cage is up against the role of his life. You know, a couple things. First of all, and I... I Just a couple. I, I want to I, I be really excited about this, and I almost am. My, two things. First of all, director, writer, director guy has not really done anything before this. Second of all, I kind of wish it was more of like a being John Malkovich style uh -huh. one of these where uh -huh. it's all weird and like, you know what Trippy. I mean? Whereas right. instead it's like, oh, it's just going to be another action movie with like this funny twist to it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm still going to, in a cats-like manner, <laughs> watch this, okay? I'm going to refer to it in my head as Cats 2, the catning. And uh, go see this opening Can night. Can we write Cats 2, the catning? Yes, absolutely. 100%. Yes. Cats to the Catning featuring Nick Cage. Or honestly, I could oh I could see God. us doing a parody of Cats called Rats, where it's a, we do a we just literally do the story of Cats, but as told by rats, and just kind of make fun of it the whole time. It's like the Great Mouse Detective. I think it'll be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> or Aristocats. Oh my God, I love it! I love it. Aristocrats. 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 Oh my God, Molly! Thank God. <laughs> One word franchise all right <laughs> just every cat related uh entity we will parody it using rats lady and the rat there you go That's it's like the thing, it's like the scary not... movies and all that stuff you know what i mean uh, yeah the little right. mer rat yeah let's take yeah. that rat <laughs> screech it's, it's like what they body. did with like not another teen movie it'll be not another rat film beauty and the mm -hmm. rat beauty <laughs> it writes itself <laughs> I'm just a rat. Ugh. Ooh, I'm a little rat that keep in the attic. But I'm in love with you. <laughs> I'm in love with the rat in the attic. Nobody's ever loved a rat before. <laughs> if we left you by guys both in this room, I think you guys can just, I think you're already there. You're almost there. Molly and I are essentially the same thing as the um, a million monkeys in a room on uh -huh. a typewriter yeah. situation. Mm. We will eventually write every possible rat 
oriented script if you just left us in this room right now to do that. Just give us a prompt and we'll go. There you go. Well, then I'm excited about whatever movie you guys are going to write after we get through this week's list. Oh! oh! Who's, Who's on, on the, the list? list? Jackie! Gotta, gotta have, have that, that list. list. Now I've heard everything. You are about to hear everything because <laughs> this list, you guys, I know that you guys are, have been excited about this since we started recording today. It's 32 facts about turkeys. Yeah. I have, um, I'm having a problem. I think I'm having a problem uh, with turkeys. I could have told you that when we first started. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I've made, I've made two turkeys this week already. Really? And really? Yes. Who are you? Ina Garten? I'm kind of feeling, I'm getting a little barefoot with it. Yeah, and that's why every time I make a new turkey, I start talking like this a little bit more and I'm starting <laughs> to scare Jeff. And you got a Jeffrey. Oh my God, I do have a Jeff. Holy shit. Why have I not put this together? Oh my God. <laughs> is Ina Garten's Jeffrey to chicken as my Jeffrey is to turkey? <laughs> Every Friday I make Jeff a whole turkey. Another turkey. And then he goes out with his boys. And, you know, he has his fun in Fire Island, but uh, I'm never invited. For 35 years I've made Jeff a turkey. Every Friday. You're right, and then someday I can release a whole recipe book about all the different turkey recipes that <laughs> Jeff forces me to make before he goes out on his fun weekends with his boys. <laughs> well, number one, guys, hold on to your hats. The North American wild turkey population was almost wiped out. Oh, my God, now I've heard everything. <gasps> I know. Now I've heard everything. But don't worry. In 1973, there was there was st- we got down to 1.5 million wild turkeys. Four score and seven turkeys. Again. <laughs> <laughs> <Boo>. <laughs> don't worry. Our turkey number is up to six million. Did you know that turkey appendages are like mood rings? Like an octopus that's dreaming? <laughs> the dangly appendage that hangs from the turkey's forehead to the beak is called a snood. Fuck yeah, like it is. Game. Hell yes. Nudes. The piece that hangs from the chin is the wattle. These fleshy flaps can change color according to the turkey's physical and mental health. When a male turkey called a tom, of course, is trying to attract a mate, the snood and wattle turn bright red. If the turkey is scared, the appendages take on a blue tint. And if the turkey is ailing, physically that is, they become very pale. I hear that. Every time I'm angry, my balls turn green. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see the video of the octopus dreaming? This is like oh, that. Oh, God, I can't handle octopus stuff. It's so insane. I'm dude. late to the party about how incredible octopi are, but there is a video of an octopus dreaming, and it's, it'll fucking blow your damn Wait, you mind. said screaming? Dreaming. Why? What, what are like, you doing? I've gotten, I've gone down so many rabbit holes of, like, octopi... Uh, or octopuses, you can also say that, like camo abilities and stuff. It's unbelievable. There's a whole, right, there's a lot. I can't even begin to summarize what I've been, what I just started <laughs> to learn about octopuses. But they, uh, they're like, their arms are brains. But that's not, this video, it captures an octopus dreaming. And as its mood, like, changes, its color changes, but it's like iridescent. It looks like a fucking club oh my going God. on in this octopus. It's yeah. absolutely incredible. 
Are you looking at? Are you looking at an octopus right now? Can you tell I, where we're looking at it? Because both of our eyes glazed we're just over. Like, Whoa! It's yeah, I know you're just staring. I, you look like you're staring at me, but I know you're not staring at me. You've never looked at me with that much respect and adoration. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm kind of looking at God in some sense. You know what I mean? When yeah. you look at the octopus, kind of looking at God's magic just then. Oh like, yeah, there's nothing. I mean, there is nothing more <laughs> magical than than octopus wow. screaming. And it sounds like turkeys being scared. Number two after that. <laughs> or when my balls turn, <laughs> turn green. Holden being mad, number three. Did you guys know that turkeys can also fly and swim? Skip that one. I don't like that one. <gasps> what? I'm just uh, kidding. Did you know <laughs> that Ben Franklin and Alexander Hamilton were turkey fans? Although it is not true that Ben Franklin lobbied to have the turkey be the national bird. That is actually a misconception. Mm. Man, I'm glad that we don't eat eagles at Thanksgiving. Oh, There's not enough meat on them. Yeah, and they're endangered. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? D- you know that wild turkeys have better vision than you do? What? Jackie, you bitch. I have terrible vision, so. Yeah, I got, I got. I, I guess I also have really I would bad say vision. most animals probably have. That actually brings up a good point. Are there a bunch of animals out there that can probably use glasses? That need glasses. Yeah. Surely. Right? Oh, a little turkey with glasses. Oh, my God. That would make me so horny. <laughs> oh, my God. A turkey with glasses. A little bad turkey. A little horny turkey a little horny with glasses. Turkey. A bright red gobble gobble. <laughs> <laughs> what are you fucking nutting me right now? Do you know that National Turkey Lovers Month is not in November, but it's in June? <laughs> That's Nobody wants a turkey in June. Now I've fucking heard everything. <laughs> I know you've heard everything. I know you've heard it. Not all turkeys gobble either, in case you're fucking wondering if every <laughs> single turkey gobbles, you're, you're wrong. Finally, I oh. have an answer. Also, did you know that in 90 Day Fiance, the other way, there's straight up a woman that is acts and looks both <laughs> like a turkey? <laughs> Her name's Jenny, and she's in love with an Indian man named Sumit. I will not to bring up Ninety Day Fiance the other day, uh, the other way, but I follow Jenny on Instagram. Me too. I know that we've she's talked hilarious. about this multiple times, but today someone uh, like attacked her. Essentially, I don't know what? if she's taking it down by now. And she was like, "You're a home wrecker, and do you realize that like your love for this man ruined another person's whole life and family? And then when you're 80 years old, he's gonna be 50, and that's disgusting." And like, roll with this. I was like, "Man, that is." Fuck Rough, that, dude. dude. Don't fuck with my Ginny. I will think I can fuck with my Ginny, all right? And I wouldn't do it publicly to her. I'll do it in the dark with Jackie. Yes, that's <laughs> when we that's when we make our Jenny jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know. No, I did I'm going to go ahead and say I didn't I don't know. We know zero fun facts about turkeys. <laughs> zero. And you just made the biggest like I am now straight up a Midwestern housewife. Oh, <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> this will be what fun. Could it be? Um, that you probably know that a group of turkeys is a flock, but they can also properly be called a rafter. And should you want to call baby turkeys something a little more precise, you can call them poults. Uh, you're really trying to sell it, Jackie. I appreciate. Yeah, I'm try. I'm giving it a zhuzh, you know. <laughs> I felt it a little bit, and I appreciate it, and I'm going to serve back at you a thank you for the fact. 
Thank you for the fact. You are very welcome. But also, <laughs> I did it. This is goes. This harkens back to last week, Sesame Street. But this, I think, is bullshit. I don't believe this. It says that Big Bird is a turkey. That is fucking atrociously bullshit. As yeah. According to Sesame Street, he's a canary, but his plumage makes him a turkey. What? You can't just say his plumage makes him a turkey. Yeah, that's right. I was going to say oh, he's kind of shaped like a turkey, but not even. Because the actual Muppet itself, they get their feathers it, like to they all right. The good people at American Plume and Fancy Feather provide Sesame Street with several thousand turkey feathers per costume to make sure Big Bird looks soft and fluffy. Okay. So stick that in your fucking hat. <laughs> I'm out. And something else is going out. It seems to be the lights. Oh. <laughs> at one point, I could have some kind of vision, yes, but now it seems to dim and twit a bit. What is it? It's dimming around it's dimming. me. No. I cannot see. I think I'm going blind. blind. Items. Oh, oh we, can't we can't see them. You can't see these items. They're going to get right around you. You can't see these items. Ouch. <laughs> All right. I, I, I said ouch because I imagine while you're juking around me and I'm saying this, yeah. I imagine you slam into me at least twice. We're getting hurt and stuff like that. Are you prepared for the first one? Let it ruin your day. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm scared of it. Also, just as much as I'm scared of the fact that turkeys have two stomachs. I forgot to oh, say All right. Can we please with the turkey facts? <laughs> this, this wild bird has two stomachs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this foreign-born one-named A-plus singer has always not enjoyed performing. So it is kind of surprising that she gets some drinks in her. She is that when if she gets some drinks in her, she is not averse to performing karaoke in Koreatown places. Adele, yeah, how'd you know? Because I knew. Well, she notoriously hates singing live in front of people. She really dislikes. She has really, really, really bad stage fright. So she actually usually has to get at least twenty percent drunk before she gets on stage anyway. Well, lately really? she was spotted drunk as a skunk with Jennifer Lawrence partying at Pieces, a gay bar in New York City. And there is video of this and I suggest you watch it because it's quite a lot of fun because Adele is definitely trashed and she's having a blast with um some fun folks at this gay bar. I I, I love uh, yeah. Adele so and Jennifer, much. <laughs> and Jennifer Lawrence too, which is fun. You know, where has she been? So she's having fun as well. Well, she's just like us. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was possible us. for Adele to be more like, like Adele really is just like us. Jennifer Lawrence. Yes. Not as much, but I did not know it was possible for me to relate to Adele, like to love her more, <laughs> but that she needs to get real drunk to go on stage and sing and that she loves do it. That's, I love it. How much fun would Adele be on a car- in a private karaoke room? In a private room? karaoke room. Fuck, oh, my dude. God. So much fun. And also, have you seen her lately? She was at Drake's, I believe, his birthday party. She's lost a bunch of weight since the divorce and everything. And I think that it's not even, like, in a bad way. She's openly saying, like, I'm just taking care of myself for the first time, I think, ever. Nice. So, go for her. Go for her. Go for her. This A-plus list actress was happy to take a picture with a former television co-star, but drew the line at doing anything beyond that. The A-plus lister has referred to her A-list co-star as creepy. Okay, so it's two co-stars of a TV show that happened. I'm going to go ahead and say it's HBO, um, and it's a show that's already ran. And um, I think it's just another case of making women try to fight each other when there's actually no issue here. 
It's not sex in the city, is it? No, it's not sex in the city. Or how I say sex in the... I was going to say shitty, but I'm like, actually, no, it's fine. That show's fine. No, it's a good show. It's actually a very good show. <laughs> Wait, so it's two So it's two women being pitted against each other. Oh, uh, Big Little Lies. Yes. Yeah, who? But who, though? Who would be? Who would you think would be creepy from the main cast of that show? Uh, a Nicole man? Kidman. Or a yes, woman? Yes, 100% Nicole Kidman. Is oh. that, of course. And who would be? Yeah. Who would think Nicole Kidman was creepy? Reese, Reese Witherspoon. Of course, yes, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they also they produced it together, though. So I really doubt this is the case. They look like they they looked very happy to be together at the 2019 Country Music Association Awards. Witherspoon presented, and Kidman was there to support her husband Keith Urban, who I'm performed. Still upset that she's married to Keith Urban. Every time I think about it, it upsets <laughs> me. Why you don't like Keith Urban? He's she is just so beautiful, and he is so weird. I think she's probably a little weird. Yeah, I think she's probably really weird too. But I just in the, I mean, he's got, look at his hair. <laughs> What's wrong with him? It does seem like they really truly love each other, though. I know, and also, but also the talent disparity. I mean, maybe you Keith Urban is fantastic. Keith Urban's crushing it. Is he? I think, yeah. I'll take your word on it. I just, I just in the country music in world. The country music. World, oh my sure. god, he's crushing it. I think that we just feel this way because of his, the flat ironed hair and the uh, wrist. What are they? The wrist guards? What are they called? Uh, Shristers. The Shristers that he sells. <laughs> because, Holden, have you seen that he sells the. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Molly used to wear them. What are they called? No, they're sweatbands. The wrist sweatbands, yes. And he sells Keith Urban wrist sweatbands. Got off. Which, as by part the way, of his merch. <laughs> I miss wearing my sweatbands, and if anybody buys me a Keith Urban sweatband, I will wear it. <laughs> really? Good yeah. to know. Promised, promised here. Mark it. This foreign-born A-list actress could be hooking up with the A-list mostly movie actor, but she doesn't like being cheated on and definitely doesn't like when some of those other people are men. Say it again? Okay. <laughs> There's a foreign-born A-list actress who could be hooking up with the A-list mostly movie actor, but she doesn't like being cheated on and definitely doesn't like it when some of those other people are men. Okay, so um, we got an actress and an actor. The actor sleeps with men. The actor potentially sleeps with men. The actor, he has won an Oscar. He is a also a singer uh, and a funny person. She just got out of a thing with a funny person. Oh, is it Katy Perry? No. <laughs> Similar... Uh, uh, I guess it's giving away to a similar name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yes, Nanny Terry. Yes, Nanny Terry. Nanny Terry and Brett Brickerson. <laughs> um, um, I'm going to say, is it is it Brad Pitt? Fuck. No. No. He's foreign born, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, she is. She is, but he's not. I think he's not. He's a singer, too? Yes, and he is of color. And he is of a color. Singer, also foreign born. And a comedian? I don't think he's also foreign born. Is he yeah. Donald Glover? No. So, so I could see a similar path, though. Oscar winner. Donald Glover, not an Oscar winner. Isn't he? He's won so many things. I know. Um, he's so much better than us. <laughs> more clues. More clues. More clues. Okay, okay. He won an Oscar for a movie, uh, a musical biopic. Uh, uh, why do people say biopic? By the way, I think that's insane. Yeah, uh, I also think it's insane. I honestly never know which way it's supposed to be. And then, and it's Jeff as well. And then she just got out of a thing with a guy who is was on SNL. 
is, was on SNL currently. I think maybe he's still technically is a part it of it. Colin Jost? No. He's because engaged, he's, but he's engaged with, to Scarlett Yeah, Johansson. with Scarlett Johansson. Which also, speaking of Scarlett Johansson, we didn't even get into the fact that I didn't send it to you guys, but you guys see that in the 90s that Julia Roberts, that uh, executives were trying to get Julia Roberts to play Harriet Tubman. How is that real? Uh, That that just seems like the kind of thing that just gets thrown out into social media. I don't know, man. Who are we? To just make everybody go like, I wouldn't put it past. I, I saw it said Julia Roberts trending. Along, and then underneath it said, like, along with Harriet Tubman. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not touching that one with a 10-foot pole. Oh, my God. Um, okay. He, Who the fuck are these people? Piano player biopic is a guy. Oh, is he? Uh, is it Jamie Foxx? Yes. Okay. And the other one was given a hump, hump to, <laughs> to a guy that is... I think to me uh, was pretty wild that she was giving it to him. You mean like a wild and crazy guy? Because that's SNL. Okay, the guy used to. I don't know a lot about her career. She was in a bunch of ridiculous ass movies, but the guy who she was having a good humping uh, towards, sort of was (laughs) with. This is a terrible (laughs) hint, Alden. Was with this other person who was a very hot singer right now. But they broke up very publicly. Pete Davidson. Yes, is the guy. Ah. But that, well, that's only the, 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 the. So Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. No, what's the other person he was hooking up with? Oh. Very publicly right after that. Uh, that they broke up. Have, have Andy McDowell's been. daughter. No. What was her name? He was dating her. <laughs> Kate, uh, remember it was Kate similar. Beckinsale. Yeah. Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. God damn it. Jeez. How do you not know about Kate Beckinsale's career? So many hits. Might be fucking Jamie Foxx, but Jamie Foxx might be fucking men. You buried the lead here. Okay. Jamie Foxx might be fucking men. <laughs> I'll watch that tape. I feel like there have been rumor. I feel like there have been those rumors have swelled around before. Probably. They were recently spotted getting cozy at the Hollywood Reporter Golden Globe party. And Beckinsale afterwards posted on Instagram that I would like to point out that standing next to someone does not mean I'm dating them. Currently in line at the dry cleaners. And if that's true, I've got a hell of a problem. (laughs) So that's my. All right. I get it. It's a weak ass blind item. But you know what? Jamie Foxx fucks dudes. And that's a Holden (laughs) McNeely original classic. That is that is a whole other. Wait, what other funny men was Kate Beckinsale with? No, no, no. She was just with him, with Pete Davidson. Oh, that just that one. That just that one. See, I guess when you say SNL, I think bigger than that. You know, it's like I thought like someone that used to date like Chevy Chase, <laughs> because that is pretty much the last time I watched SNL. Yeah, exactly. I said kind of current though. You know what I mean? It's definitely yeah, not our. Fr- it's definitely know, not our friend Michael Che. He never gets late. So <laughs> it would be fun if. If he decided to start dating Kate Beckinsale, though, that, that would, would be, be fun. also very fun. Man, Kate Beckinsale is so attractive. And she has adult children now that are also just as attractive as she That's is. That's crazy to me. Isn't that crazy? Can you imagine if your mother was Kate Beckinsale? I'd be like, I don't know. I'm out. I'm tapped out. But then her kids are even more attractive than she is. Yeah, right. that's, a, that's a definitely a good for her. Oh my God! It is a good fight. She's forty-six years old, which wow. is not old, but she does look younger than me. Isn't Pete Davidson very, very young? Uh, I think so. Yeah, he's a little bit of a. I would, I would refer to him as a boy toy. Yeah, he is twenty-six. Yeah. So yes, 
Wow, yeah. they must have had some fun in that room they were in. I mean, of yes, course, they did. men in their 40s date women in their 20s all the time, and I don't mean to be like, ooh, scandal, but, I mean, I guess it's, a, I would say good for her, except that I do not find Pete Davidson attractive in the <laughs> very least. I also am 32, and I don't want to date a dude in, in their 20s, so yeah. I think that's yeah. really what it is. That's the thing. Men in their 20s need some time. Yes. Yeah, they need some time to marinate. I also want to give a shout out. I think that I sound more erratic than usual, but in a fun way, because I had brought up when we were discussing Manvent calendars a couple of weeks ago, and Death Wish Coffee was on was in one of the Manvent calendars. I said, oh, because they're in a Manvent calendar, that means I can't have the coffee. And they were so amazing that they sent us a bunch of coffee because they said it's not just for men. It's also it's for absolutely anyone that loves coffee. And I just want to give a shout out to them because I'm juiced, baby. Yeah, that coffee is no fucking joke, dude. It's amazing. It really is. It's like just one of the cold brews. I'm just like, I'm ready to go for the rest (laughs) of the day. (laughs) And they are not an advertiser with us or anything like that. It's just, I just wanted to say thank you very much because it was really, really nice and they are amazing. And if you're looking for great coffee for Christmas gifts, Hanukkah gifts, New Year's gifts, Easter, Fourth of July, Thanksgiving. You should give Death Wish a look. You get it? That was back to the beginning of the show. <laughs> nice callback. December back. is for Christmas. Thank you. And also, oh my God! So the next episode you guys are gonna listen to, you know we're gonna start with. So we're getting into Christmas season. Oh we're getting God. into the holidays. For Unbelievable. Good now. So much Christmas content we gotta squeeze in. God, so much Christmas content. I hope you guys, if you celebrate, I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And my name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. You can follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash HoldenatorsHo. Also, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. Check it out. Weekly episodes of bonus content. So much stuff coming at you guys' faces these days. Pop history on the weekly, I believe, starting up uh, now. Uh, You've got Riverdale Roundup. There's so much content. If you want to consider supporting us for just $5 a month, check out patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. Molly. I'm Molly Neffel, and I'm MJKL Cat. Hell and yeah. don't worry, our Riverdale Roundup and Talking TV will also be out next week because we can't skip a Riverdale episode. That's Are you insane. kidding me? We love you guys, and we will see you after Thanksgiving. Bye. 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 This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you mom, Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org lost. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.